So I asked a few people. I asked some of the people who are really getting results. Right. You know, it, it wasn't like one specific thing or two things that these people did. But what it comes down to is that the people who are getting results are doing something faster that might not work than other people are. They move right. faster. And right. they move faster with a half-baked idea. Like, I'll tell you, I won't tell you who it is. She's in our Facebook group. Mm -hmm. She took her sales cycle and cut it by half, basically. And she didn't really know how it was going to work, but she started pitching on the phone instead Mm -hmm. of, we will review and get back to you. Right. So she didn't really know how to do that. That was way outside of her comfort zone. The people who are getting results are okay with doing something that might be wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you think that's a skill that can be developed? Do you think that's like exercise? Do you think the more you do it, the, you just get more comfortable with it? I do because it's uh, for a number of reasons. One of them being belief in yourself. Like, I don't know what I'm going to say, but I'm going to call them anyway. But then believing in yourself, I will figure it out. I know the content. I know my numbers. And it, whatever question comes, there's a good chance I will know it. Right. Not, it's okay. Right. Because I'll tell you too that one of the things that made me a lot of money at Dell is saying I don't know. It it is a skill in knowing that you will come through when there's a lot of unknowns. Yeah. But the only way that you can do that, the only way that you can know that is by going through a whole bunch of unknowns. It's like at the end of the game, we're going to give it to Michael. We've got our go-to player and when you are your own business, you are your go-to player. And if you aren't, you have to become it. I'm not one of those entrepreneurs who gave up their six-figure salary and fancy office to start a business. And I wasn't selling lemonade to my neighbors when I was seven. I wasn't born an entrepreneur. And I never laid awake at night dreaming of owning my own business. My name is Ellery Wells, and I was forced to make a decision. Welcome to the Ellery Wells Show, where we talk with real entrepreneurs about real problems that they're facing and real solutions on how they are overcoming obstacles, achieving their goals, and making a difference in the world. If you're an entrepreneur or an aspiring entrepreneur, this is the place to be to help you start, build, or grow your business. Yo, thank you for tuning in to the Ellery Well Show. It's episode 17 of the journey we started a year ago. And so, okay. That was two clips from a call that I had with one of my coaching clients just a few weeks ago. We're talking about a lot of of confidence. You know, a lot of a lot of people and including myself struggle with confidence and doubt. I don't think there is ever a point that we get to along our journey of success where we can we can say I am 100% confident in what I am doing. I think it was I think it was George Carlin. I've I've told this story a few times, but I got it second hand. But I think it was George who vomited, who threw up before every single performance now it and it whoever this comedian was i don't remember the exact name but it was someone very famous someone who had been in the industry for decades and he was getting nervous to the point of throwing up on his shoes well maybe not literally that part but throwing up before every single performance because nerves got to him so if somebody like that can can be nervous before stepping up to the plate and performing i mean 
I think it's okay. I think it, I really think it's okay because we're not going to get it right every time. We can have a big team of people supporting us. If you've ever purchased or read a book from a major publisher and you've noticed a typo or an error, I mean, how many rounds of approvals did that have to go through before it reached your hands? So there's really no way that we can be perfect. And like I told my coaching client, you've got the only way that you can build that confidence in yourself is by repeatedly stepping up to the plate and striking out until you don't. And I want you, I want you to, I want you to focus on that for a second. But there's also, when you, when you look at, uh, successful people, they see the world differently as well. And that's what I want to talk about or spend the remainder of our time together today, uh, about. I told my client successful people or people that are, are getting results. They are comfortable moving forward when they can't see the entire recipe. They don't see everything that's on the map. They can't see over the horizon, right? So they're, they're okay with moving forward with a, I, I called it there, a half-baked plan, but that, that seems to be a little bit more negative than what, I, what I really, what I really meant, but they, they are okay with moving forward when they know they don't have all the pieces or they don't know where all of the pieces that they do have go. So let me share with you a post that I wrote uh, not too long ago, partly while I was reading Success Principles by Jack Canfield. It's a book, by the way, you absolutely need to pick up. I'll put a link at lrawells.com slash show 17. Take you right to, uh, to Amazon. I got it in hardback. Or not hardback and paperback, but it's like it's like four hundred something pages. It's a massive book. It's a great book, but it's a massive book. But it might be one that you would like to pick up on your Kindle. I got uh, I got Ashley and I a couple Kindle paper whites the just a couple of months ago, and we're really liking them. So if you don't want to carry around a big book or you're going out on vacation. Uh, that's that's part of what got me to bias these these Kindles because we were taking like 800 pages <laughs> of text. Anyway, this idea for this post came partly while I was reading success principles and partly as a result of conversations like you just heard. So let's go right into taking action, how successful people see the world. If you spend any time around successful people or individuals who have accomplished major goals in their life, you'll realize that successful people see the world differently. But there's something about successful and effective people that makes them different and special. And in this show, I want to look at the key ingredient that makes successful people, well, successful, why most people seem to lack this ingredient or skill and what you can do to fix it. During my time as a business coach, I've noticed that some people get results and others don't. And I wish I had a 100% success rate with my clients. I wish everyone I have ever worked with got the results they were looking for and were able to change their life in real and meaningful ways. However, that's not exactly the case. So towards the end of 2016, I started asking some of my most successful clients what made them successful and why they thought they were getting results when others didn't. And I just shared with you a call I had with one of my clients. Those two clips were directly from that call. And the number one reason, 
as I mentioned before, is that successful clients said that they took action and they took action where they didn't really see other people taking action. And that's the big key. That is the big takeaway. Successful people don't necessarily need someone else to lead the way for them or push them or give them permission. They just take action when others don't. Because successful people see the world in a different way through a different pair of eyes. Where you and I might see a challenge, they see opportunity. When we feel discouraged, they feel competitive. What we see as failure, they simply see as experience. Because ideas are meaningless. They are actually worthless. You may have heard me talk about this on the show before, but your ideas really don't mean anything. Here's here's a great idea. Write a great song, sing it, and make a million dollars when it hits the radio. That's a someone told me this. I didn't come up with that. That's a great idea. Write a great song with great lyrics that touch. But to actually do it, and then to have the skill to do it, and then actually put those one step in front of the other. That's really rare because the real value is in taking action. If we want to be successful, we have to see the world the way successful people see it. Because talk is cheap. As we sit here in at the beginning of the year, the middle of the year, whenever you're listening to this, we will inevitably find loads of people setting resolutions, making goals, talk about what they have achieved or what they will achieve. People talk about wanting to lose weight. They want to talk about uh, starting a business or finishing a class or starting a class or a raise or promotion that they want to get. But the problem with each one of those things is that there's no talk about the actions required to make those things happen and turn them into a, to a reality. Successful people are highly action-oriented. They cannot set a goal without also making a plan to achieve it. I believe the reason most people fail to achieve what they want to achieve in life is that they spend too much time talking about what they want to do and not enough time doing what they want to do. And I know the line that differentiates those two things is fairly thin, but it is a major one. I see people on social media boasting about all of the things that they want to do and accomplish, but that's all they do. They just talk. See, the internet has given us an amazing ability to talk about our goals, but the internet itself does not provide any accountability toward achieving those goals, which, by the way, that's why coaching and masterminds are so important. We can post on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram without holding ourselves accountable. Statistics in our own histories show that we will not get anything done. But everything comes from action. Have you ever thought about doing something, but you didn't? Well, what stopped you? And I know that's a broad question, but I would love to hear your response. Go to elleriewells.com slash show. 17 or shoot me an email or leave it rhetorical but what stopped you i'm sure if you sat down and actually thought about it you can think of something that you wanted to do but for some reason you stopped yourself maybe someone convinced you that your idea was a bad idea or maybe you convinced yourself maybe someone told you it wouldn't work or maybe you told yourself maybe someone told you It wasn't the right time, or that you didn't know enough, or you didn't have enough skill or talent, or maybe you told yourself. I haven't exactly done extensive 
study on this, but I'm pretty sure there are more reasons to not do almost everything in life than there are reasons to do something in life. There's always going to be a risk of failure. There's always going to be a chance you will make a mistake, and there will always be a high likelihood you won't get exactly what you set out to achieve. But here's some faulty logic for you, and this is something that I used to struggle with a lot. It also is something that I've seen many of my clients do, or I've seen uh, this in many of my clients. We believe we can think or plan our way to a successful result, but the truth is we can't. Let me share us a quote from Oprah Winfrey. Everybody loves Oprah. Think like a queen. A queen is not afraid to fail. Failure is another stepping stone to greatness. Like I said, the truth is we can't plan or think our way to success. We can't plan for every contingency. We can't strategize for every obstacle. And we will never be able to think our way to success. Sure, believing in yourself is a good thing. But if you don't have the action to back it up, it's just a delusion. We've all heard or read the quotes from all of these famous and successful people saying that if we want to succeed, we have to first fail. Or that if you want to succeed faster, you have to fail faster. So why is it that even though we've heard those things from these people that are successful, people that we admire, why are we so afraid of failing? If you don't take action, you can't really fail. But until you take action, and maybe I will go as far as to say, until you fail, you can't truly succeed. Stop holding yourself back. You can achieve more than you think, but you have to take action first. Here's another quote from Michael Jordan, which, by the way, that's the Michael that I mentioned at the very beginning of this this show when I said give the ball to Michael. Yeah, I was thinking Michael Jordan. I can accept failure. Everyone fails at something, but I can't accept not trying. It's a famous quote there from Michael Jordan. So what do we do? How do we fix it? Act first, ask later. Successful people have a bias toward action. Their default mode is set to do. And they see life as a series of things that need to be done. Let me give you two examples. Here's the first one. One of my best friends is highly trained and educated in the ways of email marketing, sales funnels, automation, and e-commerce. On the other hand, I've taken maybe one course. I hold no certifications and only have learned all about each of those things by doing, making mistakes, and breaking things. As a side note to that, one of the ways that I learned about WordPress is I broke my site and I had to figure out how to get it back up and running. Anyway, he learned in a virtual classroom and I learned on the streets. I'm just kidding. I did not learn on I did not learn on the streets. So whenever my friend and I sit down to have a conversation about business, email marketing, and e-commerce, it's always an interesting discussion. He talks about the, the ideal way of doing things, the way things should work, or how they would work in theory. And I talk about the things that I've done, the things that did work, and the results that I have gotten. No theory, all real legitimate results. Now, don't get me wrong. I learned a tremendous amount from my friend, but action always trumps 
inaction. Successful people act first and ask questions later. Here's another example, the second one. Several years ago, actually it was about 10, uh, 10 years ago, I decided to start selling financial services products, uh, life insurance, investments, mutual funds, those kinds of things. I spent months learning, studying, and getting my certifications so I could legally sell these investments. I assumed incorrectly that if I knew all the right things and if I had all the right information, I would be successful. I wanted to hold all of the knowledge as if that was possible. I wanted to hold all of the knowledge before I talked to even a single customer. I wanted to prepare, plan, and I wanted to have all of the answers before I faced the questions. And I failed. Sure, I learned a lot that and a lot of things that helped me out over a long period of time, but in less than two years, I shut down the shop, not a real one, just metaphorically speaking, but I closed my doors, also metaphorically speaking, and I went back to work for somebody else. Now, granted, it was 2008 when nobody wanted to talk about money, and the economy was going really bad, but while I was busy studying, the people who were ultimately successful at selling investments were the ones who were out there taking action and selling products. So I want you to think about a an idea, a concept. Ready, aim, aim, aim. Unfortunately, I see a lot of people who spend most of their time preparing and planning and not enough time firing and taking action. While I fully believe in the power of preparation and practice, I have a link to that post um, in uh, in the post that I'm, I'm referring to here about Jeremy Lin, who a few years ago had some phenomenal success in basketball. But I'm also aware that most people fail to take action on what they have learned. Just remember me trying to sell investments. While I was the prime example of what it looks like to prepare, make ready, and try to aim, aim, and aim until I could hit the bullseye on the first shot. I wanted I wanted to have all the knowledge so I could close every client that I talked to. And the truth is, now as, as a, a business coach, I see the same behaviors in many of my clients. Like I used to, they believe that they can plan their way to success and avoid making all mistakes along the way. But as I said before, you can't plan your way to success and you won't get it right the first time. Hear me, you will not get it right the first time. You cannot aim your way to perfection. And when you, every time you push back your start date because things aren't quite right, you are ultimately hurting yourself. So imagine this scenario. In college, Ashley and I used to go to a pool hall in Waco, and we would we would you know spend a few bucks and play. But imagine you are at that local pool hall playing billiards with us, and you're about to shoot some pool. You're about to grab your cue, you set your your shoulders, and you position your hands and adjust your grip. And your eyes flicker from your sights to the target. From the cue ball to the stripes or the solids, and you breathe in, you breathe out, in, out, and you are ready. Now, if you were like I was in 2007, you believe that if you aim well enough, 
that if your shoulders are square enough and your grip is tight enough, or maybe I should say loose enough, but if you believe all those things and if you can get them all right, you will hit the target. But what you don't know is that the sights are off and the cue is slightly bent and you can't see the tiny bumps or abrasions that are in the felt. In this example, just like in life, there are environmental things you cannot account for. When you're going after a goal, there will be unseen obstacles you cannot prepare for or aim around. You'd be better off much better off getting ready and then firing without even aiming. Sure, you need to make sure that you're aimed in the right direction, but that shouldn't take you six months. Take action. Fire before you are ready. And when you do, you'll get much further, much faster than if you spend all of your time aiming for the perfect shot. You're going to have to make changes. That's that's not even up for debate. But by taking action, you'll actually get results faster so you can adjust faster and then ultimately hit your goal faster. But as they say at Nike, just do it. When I first had the idea for the post that I am reading from... I said to myself, hey, that's a good idea for a blog post. You should write that down. But I know most of the ideas for posts that I write down never actually get written. I have an Evernote uh, file or folder or whatever that is just full of ideas. And I file all of these ideas away as, as good ideas, but I fail to follow up. But realizing that I was about to do what I wanted to tell people not to do... I sat down and I started writing. I took action toward a goal that I wanted to accomplish. And that's what successful people do. Successful people get started. They don't hem and haw and debate. When inspiration strikes, they don't wait until they have an entire plan laid out. They just get started. In a post that I wrote called The Science Behind Success, I said that you need a combination of three distinct traits. Well, Ray Kroc, the founder of McDonald's, also said there are three keys to success, and I'll share those in just a second. But as a side note, they were going to make a movie about Ray Kroc's life starring – oh, man, this is a really bad thing. He was was in Birdman. Michael Keaton, is that his name? Um, I know he's way more famous than just a single movie, uh, Multiplicity, for example, and, you know, great actor, but – Birdman is just the first thing that came to mind. Anyway, I don't know if they're still going to make the movie, but it was it looked really, really interesting. But here are Ray Kroc's keys to success. Number one, being at the right place at the right time. Number two, knowing you're there. And three, taking action. Like I said before, anyone can have a good idea. Most people can get lucky, but very few people will take action toward putting that idea into place. So you can have idea have a good idea, you can get lucky and maybe have a great or a once-in-a-lifetime idea, but very few people will actually do anything about it. Because getting started is hard, sticking with it is even harder. So just, I don't want to scare you off, but if you think getting started is hard, you're right, but sticking with it is even harder than that. But you do build momentum. But you can't finish if you never start in the first place. The good news, you don't have to get it right the first time. You just have to get moving. But some things are just too big to fail. And what are those things that are too big to fail? We're not talking about investment companies on Wall Street. It's our ego. 
our egos are too big to let us fail and they keep us from trying new things our egos are too big to allow us to do things that might not work that might fail most people fail to take action because they're afraid they will fail they don't understand that failure is an ingredient a key component of success successful people have learned that there is no success without failure and you can't achieve your goals without making mistakes in fact we learn more when we make mistakes than we do when we get things right because we oftentimes don't even know why we got things right or why things worked but we get so caught up in making the right choice that we make no choice at all that's by the way, part of the reason why landing pages are, need to be simple, you don't want to give your customers too many choices. But we're afraid of choosing the right path or, hand, or heading in the wrong direction, so we sit, we wait, we plan, and we never get anywhere. Successful people take action anyway, and knowing they can reverse course, change directions, or even start over. But now it's up to you. What do you think of this episode? And what do you think of me including uh, elements from coaching calls at the very beginning? Let me know. Go to ellerywells.com slash show 17 and let me know if I spurred you into action or will you just wait until you think the time is right. Uh, I have done both i have gotten a variety of results in my life uh, which is why the podcast took a few months off which is why i've changed the name which is why the change the the url for my website i have made so many changes and if you have only been listening to me or reading my blog for the last six months you don't even know the half of it so anyway i i hope this spurs you to action and you now know why some people get results and other people do not get results what successful people do and what unsuccessful people do and how you can move in the direction that you want to take this is another episode of the ellery wells show i'm your host ellery wells from round rock texas i'm gonna go have a cigar (laughs) 